0: Good morning, friend. Hey, friend. Hey, friends. Y'all get this, friends, because this will really make a great affirmation for you. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. And, and friend, I'll also say this. Hey, friends. Come on, baby. Make the turn. Don't let it make you day. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Hey, friends. Hey, friend. Y'all, we couldn't fellowship in the way that, that I like to fellowship with y'all. Hey, friend. Good morning. This is uh, Tuesday, I think March. Girl, it's June, hmm, June 7th. 7.35 a.m. Now, this is going to be quick, y'all. I got to be SPN at 8.15. I don't know why I could have closed like this all the time, but I got to be there, and I got to leave my house in like, yeah, 15 minutes. So, this is not going to be long. This is my very first time um uh, friends who are listening um ever going live and recording my podcast. This is very uncomfortable for me, Uh, but we're going to do this because I feel like this episode is Um, just something that I've I wish is one of those things like you want to have a conversation with everybody about and this is the best way to do it Um, so today's episode is about struggle love friends. So a few I guess last week I posted a video talking about struggle love and why I don't feel like I have to experience that and so I just really want to Kind of real quick in like 10 minutes. This is not gonna be long break this down. Let's talk through this and hopefully, continue the conversation as the week goes on. So, okay, for those of you who have never listened to my podcast, this is all love and light. This is not a toxic podcast where I'm about to bash anybody because it's really nobody's fault um, that we have kind of settled for struggle love over the you know over the last few hundred years. Um, but I just want to unpack it so that we don't have to anymore. Like I said, I'm not going to talk long. I got to go to spin class, okay? All right. So, the first thing, my theory about struggle love is that it is the love that you experience on your way to like true love, right? Like struggle love is the love that teaches you about yourself. Hmm, okay. So, my theory and my reasoning for thinking I shouldn't have to experience that in a relationship is that I've already endured that struggle love with myself. And whereas my ancestors didn't have the opportunity or didn't have the, I mean, the number of things, but not, I mean, we can just go to any, any woman. She didn't have the chance to financially support herself. So she might've had to endure that struggle love. I don't, right? Because I've already learned, I've already struggled to learn to love myself. So my belief is the same uh, quote that Maya Angelou, I believe she quoted it from James Baldwin. I've been paid for it. So for example, I experienced domestic violence in my life. Well, so did my grandmother. And in my research, so did my great grandmother. I think we have paid enough for that, that the next generation should not have to go through that. Right? So I feel like if my grandmother and my great grandmother and my great great grandmother experienced a struggle of, then I shouldn't have to either. Cause it's already, it's already been paid for. They they paid enough for me and I'm grateful. And I show so much gratitude to them for that, but I don't have to have that experience because like, okay, you know, I've used this metaphor before. Um, I'm a realtor, so I go into a lot of flipped houses. And what I notice is that it's I, okay. Perfect example. Okay, friends, I showed a house this weekend that I showed three months ago. Three months ago, it was jacked up, right? There was a hole in the middle of the floor. They were selling it as is. Well, somebody has bought it, and now it's on the market. Well, friend, I walked through that house, and while my client didn't notice all the things that kind of got fixed, but didn't really get fixed, I did, because I had already walked through the house. So my theory is that people don't flip houses to live in them, because I know everything that's wrong with you. I know the broken parts of you, the unhealed parts of you. And at some point they're going to come up. Even if I don't say it, it's going to come up in my brain. Right. Right. So I feel like I don't want to date somebody that I got to flip. I'm not going to end up with you. Somebody else is going to inherit my flip. So why shouldn't I just work on myself, renovate myself, heal me and be in this space ready for your healed self to meet us so that we don't have to build a bond based on trauma build a bond based on yeah i remember your daddy was out in them streets and no baby get that out your system heal that man because that's who i want to marry is the healed version i don't want to make out like <clears throat> oh okay friends that know me in real life don't be mad but you know sometimes i, I listen to people i know talk about their relationship and i just think wow hmm You think you had to go through that. Like you, you think you had to go through that to make your relationship strong. What happens if you heal the promiscuous parts of you before you marry that woman and you don't have to get loved out of being a hoe, right? Like, okay. What happens if you heal yourself out of your daddy issues instead of having to be loved and obsessive over a man first. Like, why you know, you know what I'm saying? And I and I'm saying this as somebody who has had to do a lot and is still doing a lot of unpacking. Like, am I thought I was ready. And I'm like, I look back, I'm like, I'm so glad that I don't have to present myself as a wife, as a as the woman I was two, three years ago. Hell, two, three months ago. You know? So I don't have to struggle to have true love. I believe that my man is is somewhere healing himself of his traumas right now. And we ain't going to have to struggle together because we're struggling on our own. Too many people are afraid to be on their own and are waiting because I tell you. What time is it? Okay, I got to leave in like I got to leave in like 10 minutes, y'all. Okay. Let's say Okay. Let's use the daddy issues, for example. Like, and I will use my own personal, I will use myself. My father and I, y'all, if anybody, if you told me 10 years ago that my dad would be one of my best friends right now, I would have thought you were nuts, honestly. And I talk to my dad every day, I talk to him every day. And what I've and what I've recently noticed because, you know, it's no secret. I've told y'all about like this, like the crush, the crush joint that I got and that I was, I was having a conversation with him and I was thinking to myself, if it was not for the conversations I have with my dad, I would not know how to have this conversation right now because he was kind of sharing and being open and, I was think I remember thinking to myself like, wow, God, thank you. Like, thank you for not putting this man in front of me before I had, before I had this encounter and this experience and this relationship with my dad, you know, like I'm grateful for that because yeah, I could have gotten into a relationship and spent the first six months, first year trying to get him to show me how I receive love from a man, but it was never meant to be that way. You know, it was never meant to be that way. And so I guess I see it as I don't want to really fall in love and like have to pick ourselves up. I really want to like, like stand in love. Like we both get grounded at the same time and, and stand and get rooted in it. You know, like I just, struggle is just not a part of the vision I have for my life. There are struggles that are, necessary for you know the next level necessary for where god is calling me i know that and i'm not afraid of those struggles but baby i'm not gonna choose one because i believe that god loves me so much that he doesn't want me to be miserable see god the struggles that god sends your way they don't they don't keep you miserable Right, because you fi- you find yourself in that struggle, and you look for God, and He shows you even in that struggle that He's with you. So that's not a miserable struggle. But when I listen to some of y'all talk about y'all marriages, y'all sound like y'all on the plantation, men and women. I- I'm not. I promise, I'm not just picking on anybody. Like when I <laughs> when I hear my friends talk, "Girl, I can't wait to get out the house this weekend." Why? why you can't wait to get out the house you need a vacation you hate that man that much he didn't got on your nerves that much i'm like i don't really need to get out the house i love it here it's nice i got snacks i mean air conditioning come on you want to go sit outside why what you running from But see, if you would have taken the time to get to know who you were before you got with that man, then you would say, "Okay, I know that once a day I need to get up for 45 minutes and go take a walk. And then on the weekends, you won't need to go to the club and get drunk to forget your life. I'm just saying I'm not trying to. I promise, friend, I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying. Or guys, then you can say, you know what? One, two things I know about myself is I treat my wife better when I'm confident and I so I need to make sure that I'm looking good Well, so i'm gonna go to the gym. You know what else that's gonna help me with my peace of mind So i'm gonna get up every morning i'm gonna get on a treadmill But now nah, what you do you come home you sitting in your man cave playing a game getting snacks getting fat Then you mad because you're fat i'm just saying So I got to get up and go to spin because I know I need that for my peace of mind friend But listen, you don't have to accept that struggle up and I want to say this if you are listening to this, and I'm being serious, friend. If you are listening to this, and you're in a relationship, and you're like, "Damn, I didn't take that time." Understand this, y'all can take that time together. You can plan that time together. Hey, baby, is there anything you seen on Instagram, TikTok, recently that you want to try? You know what? Yeah, I did see some um, trails. Or you know what? Yeah, there's this new brunch place I was I was thinking about trying with the girls. You want to try? Y'all can learn and build those hobbies together because, see, if your relationship is built and rooted on trauma, then you don't feel like you're together unless you're experiencing trauma. But if you can make some memories built on joy, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I like to roller skate. Let's say my man likes to roller skate. Okay, so if we, if I know he didn't piss me off all week we might need to get them skates and just go to the skating rink and just reconnect based on something we enjoy, based on something that makes us love each other, right? So it's not, you can always rewind. You can always rewind. You can always start over. Speaking of which, let me end it with a story. So last week, friends, oh, I was not going to share this. Last week, but we got to share things that sometimes don't show us in the best light. You can't just show the, the oh, I get it right all the time, real, because that's not real, okay? So, um, last week I was at uh, the grocery store, and I had just come back from the gym, and I had on, um, I hate going to the gym, I mean, to the grocery store in my, like, crop-top gym clothes, Because, you know, nobody wants to be that girl and it's messed up because not because that girl is anything, but because how people look at that girl. But we'll talk about that another day. okay? but anyway, so I'm in the gym. Uh, I mean, I'm in the grocery store and I had on a crop top and like some, you know, gym shorts. And I'm just running in for like a bag of lettuce or something. And this man, he was like, hey, how you doing? And y'all, I did something that I have not done in a long time. I said, I'm good and kept walking like was very rude. But the reason I did that was cause in my mind, I was like, he is sexualizing me. And you know, but y'all, I went to go get the bag of lettuce. I felt terrible. Like it felt like, I felt like I could throw up because I was so ashamed of myself, you know? And I just thought about what if God was one of us? And I'm like, all he said was, Hey, how you doing? He didn't, he didn't cuss me out. He didn't call me out of my name. And y'all, I couldn't find him in the store. And so I got in my car and I prayed. I just said, God, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry that I treated that man like that. He is one of your children. I'm so sorry. And then I, and then like I said, amen. And then I was like, damn, I wish I could apologize to him, you know? And so I, somebody, some fool was driving crazy in the parking lot. So I had to go the other way. And I, lo and behold, there is the man friend. And so he goes, um, so he was loading groceries in his car and I rolled my window down. And I said, Hey, sir. And he, he looked at me like, what's she finna do to me? <laughs> and I said, um, I said, I was so rude to you in there. I want to apologize to you. And I just want to say, I hope that you are doing well. And I hope you have a blessed day. Y'all he smiled. Like I, and what I realized in that moment is that me saying I'm good back to him in the store would have been, was nothing compared to this. So that, I mean, there's a number of ways I can unpack that friend, but it's never too late to rewind and just apologize because we owed it to each other. We owe it to each other to get it right. Um, and I felt better that it, I felt better. And what that, it just reminded me like, God can you can always be redeemed you just have to open your heart to it open your heart to love so you can get out of that struggle love friend you can heal yourself you can come back from the things that have broken you because guess what you have a 100% survival rate of anything that has ever hurt you anything that has ever made you cry you didn't die so you got 100% survival rate and I like those odds So, friends, I love you. Let's pray real quick. I'm about to be speeding my butt to this gym. Okay. Hey, God, thank you so much for this day, God. Thank you, Lord, for this moment, this podcast, God. I ask, Lord, that every single heart, God, every single ear that's listening, God, be touched in a positive way. God, I ask that you will continue to show us that we are yours. Continue to show us that we are your children, but even more, God, that you are our friend. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. Thank you, friends, so much for listening. I love y'all so much. Okay, bye.